Saturday, July 4th, 2020. It's The Coffee House, brought to us by 4culture.com. I'm the artist D, and with me is my fellow firecracker, Anne-Marie. <laughs> Hello. Hi, D. <laughs> I am so far from being a firecracker today. <laughs> you're, not a, you're not a firecracker on the 4th of July? No, I hate firecrackers anyway. I've never been a fan they scare me. I think we've discussed that. I they don't scare know. Me. It's, I, I don't get the um, the attraction. Ooh, ah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I could just be too old. We could be. I think last night I decided I was too old because I was watching was watching Hamilton, and some have to do it. Sounded like someone threw firecrackers up on the balcony. They didn't, but that's what it sounded like. And I had an old lady reaction. Well, yeah, at some point in life, that would have been very cool. Oh, oh wow. But no, no. Well, I no. used to be just so calm and lethargic with these things that it's just like, okay, yeah. Well, Fire they also practice. interrupted Hamilton. Come on, D. They did. They did. Of which can't I can't do that. I, I was, I, I'm going to say something. Let's start out the podcast. You're going to be controversial. <laughs> oh, you know. I'm a Broadway nerd. Like, I enjoyed it. So it's like, oh, I miss being on Broadway. I miss this. And I liked it. I feel like I could say something very bougie. And that would that, be, it's just not the same if you're not in the theater. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> just, yes. That's what you're I thought. You're not there. You're not there. Now that I have come into my life where I was going to shows, sitting in balconies, and seeing like what a really the truth of the, the the experience after last night I'm watching I'm like eh, I'm just not feeling it and and why am I not well because I'm not there it's different they did show the uh, conductor in the floor yes I enjoyed that yes. <laughs> I I liked and, I mean uh, as far as the production it was good. I figure I'm never going to have the 500 bucks needed mm-hmm. to see the show for one ticket. Yep. So this was it. They were coming here this year. That was like their big sell. On our um, our Broadway center was the uh, they were bringing Hamilton here and it wasn't going to be all that expensive. But uh, yeah, but it's not the cast. You want the, the original cast. cast. Yeah. I think that's what that it's was the draw with this It's the original people. Yeah. Yeah, there's You're going to see, you know, like our that. friend Lin-Manuel. You're going to see him, you know? Nothing like the originals. So, and that added to the, the, the sparkle. It did, it did. But all of Broadway is canceled. Closed. Yeah, so you so you got to grab what you so can. you get what you can. you got to dial back the bougie, baby. And uh, <laughs> watch it on television. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same, but, you it's know, I, I liked it. I liked it. I liked so it. There. So there. So there. We got that. We got 4th of July. Screw that. Yeah. Screw it all. You know, it's 90 degrees. I don't know. It is. It's 90 degrees here as well. So I'm going to shop right today with my mother. That's the highlight oh. of the day. <laughs> and that's it. I have decided to use whatever I can uh, here in the studio, in the kitchen in, and not go out. I was tempted. I wanted to, I wanted to make strawberry daiquiris. That's fancy. It is very fancy, but I'm not going out 
to the store in a pandemic because everybody's out there. I ran out of creamer. I got to go. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not that. (laughs) Well, it's a big deal. I got to go. You cannot run out of creamer or you could get canceled. Hell yeah. That's hardcore to get canceled. We are canceling everyone this week, this year. 2020 is the year of the cancel culture. Might have started a little bit earlier, I think. We started canceling, I don't know. We've been canceling for a while, but there's a lot of Now it's a thing. It's a thing. Now you're getting getting roasted beforehand. Getting roasted. And then it it turns nasty. And then, because roasting has a little bit of love attached to it still. Mm. And then... Uh, it gets real nasty, and then uh, you're you're gone, dude. You're gone. <laughs> cancel culture. For those who don't know, what what is cancel culture? It's the canceling of a of a celebrity or a person of um, <laughs> what do we say? Interest. <laughs> Anything? Yeah. Anything. Yeah. An internet celebrity who might not really be a celebrity who you've never heard a of. Product. Before. It could be a product. Be a product. I mean, it, it's anything. And they, that's what the kids say these days. You're canceled. You don't exist anymore. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Because I think I thought, yeah. some people have been canceled no, numerous times. Well, they're going to keep talking about you for at least three weeks. So, then, then you're you know. uncanceled. <laughs> I don't know. It's exhausting. Shane Dawson got canceled. It took a long time for that to happen. It really did. Have you been a, a watcher of Shane Dawson at all? I haven't, but he's always just been that around... You know, all these people have been around and these are mostly YouTube celebrities. You get you get highlights. How the hell do you become a celebrity on YouTube anyway? <laughs> you do stupid shit that gets you eventually that gets you canceled. It's, yeah, well, okay. It's the irony of the fact here is if you, you, you uh, people like the artist D don't become YouTube celebrities because we're not being stupid. <laughs> and that's that's a problem. <laughs> well, now we know what to do. <laughs> well, Get out yeah. there and be a jackass. <laughs> and that's what all these people did. And and their fans subscribed and loved them all these all these years. Okay. And for the things that they did, that they are now canceled for. But the sponsors were there, right? They gave them money. Sponsors, yes. Shane was a an actor, if you could say that in quotes. I think. That's that's how I remember him. Is he started out as like this fledgling actor, trying to make it, and so he had characters and he did all right stupid his humor own, comedy his own skits and things his own and... skits. He dressed he dressed up in drag. He dressed up in blackface, and nobody said anything at the time because he was a character. And now, now that's not good. And he just <laughs> stupid humor. I hate, I don't know if you know this about me, but I hate stupid humor. Hate it. I always hated Three's Company because like mm. it was just slap happy shit. Yes. <laughs> just FYI, it's a lot. <laughs> yes, it's a lot like my hatred of Saturday Night Live. Like I can hardly ever get through one because of the stupid humor. I I want witty comedy. If there's going to be comedy, make it smart takes effort do you know this a lot and that's that's why that's exactly why they can't do it because when you do a show every week and or a youtube every day you can't come up with witty shit you gotta do stupid shit 
So then you, and you end up being some kid dressing up in blackface in drag. What the hell? And people liked that. People liked it. But he, what was it that got attention, though? It was it was a few things that happened that really there were brought a few it on. Things, yes. Well, first uh, the uh, the the uh, the Pinkett Smiths, <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith and Willow and uh, Jaden, the the Will Smith family. Uh, got wind of some of Shane Dawson's content from almost 10 years ago when Willow Smith was 11. She's now 19. Yeah. And he was doing some sort of shtick video where he was pretending to jack off to Willow Smith's poster. Oh, it's classic. At 11 yeah. years old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was it was as cringy as it sounds. It was not fun. Okay. <laughs> so so and and some and nothing that's been removed from the internet. It's something that came out 10 years ago and people liked the hell out of it and made Sean Davis uh, Sean, Sean Davis <laughs> Shane <laughs> Shane Dawson. <laughs> well, he's canceled so we can yeah. call him whatever we want. Get off my lawn. <laughs> have, you, have you seen that Sean Davis guy? <laughs> <laughs> Screw him. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and, so so Jada was uh said no, no She got mad. She got mad. Someone's jerking off kid. to an image of her child. Eleven year old kid, exactly. Yeah. And uh, then the son came out, said, you know, you, this dude also does blackface like crazy. He's he's canceled. He's done. So that there was the, the pinnacle of it. And I think this was after Shane Dawson did an apology video, because that was the thing this week was like a string of preemptive apology videos from YouTube celebrities for all the things that they've ever done. Hoping Jesus. to get ahead of themselves, <laughs> realizing. But we're oh, also shit. no one's putting the blame on the fans that have supported right. them and like these videos. Right. right? Exactly. We earn the money. Exactly. And there's a Put couple these people up on a pedestal and all of a sudden they change their minds. Is yeah. that what's happening? That's what's happening, which is funny because they, the fans can change their minds and grow up. But though the one who created the content can't be right. given the benefit to change his mind and grow up. Now, I don't think he did. I think that's part of the problem is he doesn't yeah, think with appear him, to have done that. <laughs> he could say he's sorry left and right, but he keeps repeating the content. Right. Yeah. So in th- in this case, I'm totally I don't I don't defend him. I never really liked him that much anyway, especially because he's he was one of those stupid comedian competitors back in the good old YouTube day where I was trying to make serious videos and talk about serious shit. And, you know, nobody listens to that. But they'll listen to him jacking off. Next to time. Yeah, now you know what to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think we always knew that. We always knew if we could just be stupid, then it would be great. But it's not true, actually, because we did that with a little show called Forethought on Four Culture Radio. <laughs> For Forethought. For Forethought. We, we were pretty stupid. Like, that was the stupidest thing I think we've ever put into audio and video. Wasn't that bad. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> It's a group of individuals expressing themselves until things went wrong. Very strongly. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just think that that I mean, so it, it but it, it, it takes something like that. We did do the right thing with creating it, but nobody saw it. Nobody picked it up. And that's the difference is once you're finally noticed by somebody, someone who's already viral needs to notice you and spotlight you or YouTube puts you on their front page for some bizarre reason. Then, yeah. then you've got you're off and running. But until that happens, it's not going to happen. No matter what, bastards, bastards. bastards. <laughs> and there's a lot of a lot of good videos out there right now, uh, overviewing all the things that he did. So if you're interested, you can always watch those. Although don't believe everything, as always, don't believe everything you read or see, because I saw a bunch of things where they they really like mashed it all together. To make him look really, really, really bad. Yeah. And, and it's not there. <laughs> it's not there. Um, he did say that he did some very lewd things with his cat. And we can't have that. Leave the animals Leave alone. Leave the animals alone. Yeah. he's he's He strikes me as someone who's very damaged. Like, honestly compassionately think, so but that that's been his his thing though like i've had a terrible childhood yes. this is yeah. why i do things but he the problem is he just keeps going yeah keeps going well and and because he's been unable to do so so it's just a big weird wheel <laughs> of doom weird wheel of doom and then he the only time i liked what he was doing was this moment where he interviewed jeffrey star and had the series with jeffrey star kind of investigating what you know, made Jeffrey Star famous because that's another famous YouTube's make, yeah, well, a, a makeup artist. And I don't know what it was. That was one that started back with me in the MySpace days. Jeffrey was a musician, right? That's yeah, how he started that's right. out initially. Right. Yeah. Yes. There's a whole bunch of them. Yeah. That was like the, the Chris Crocker slash Jeffrey Star MySpace era where, where we were initially um, steamrolled by stupid people gosh stupid people and pretty people because jeffrey was just edgy and pretty and yeah, we featured jeffrey yeah. paris remember him i i barely he was in the outskirts of that circle yes he was barely. one of our features then i do remember back that. in the day back in the day in the but day. did you have to be edgy you had to be edgy and, and um colorful and picked up once again that that was that whole this is a unique person on myspace and just pushed forward and everyone loved him and that kept him going sounds so simple doesn't it it doesn't it like that's all you need, <laughs> it's all you need. <laughs> but i can tell you ladies and gentlemen that after 23 years of, of internet life it's not it, it's not that simple it doesn't just happen. Damn. You gotta be just lucky. But that was the only that was the only time that Jeffrey Star and Shane Dawson made sense to me was that one moment where it was like, Oh, Shane's all down here and Jeffrey's way up here and now Jeffrey's making Shane a, a makeup creator. And a, That's a weird duo. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. I can't imagine. Cause they're both Definitely twisted individuals. And they got together and, and I just have to wonder what fascinating twisted things they did together. Lovingly. I mean, not not like scandalously, but I, I bet they had like a gigantic orgy. With makeup. Eh. <laughs> okay. All right. Eh. Yeah. 
Because, well, at least, and you never know. You never know what's just done for show. Cause oh, that's with everybody. That's Anyone everybody. who's got a social media account, you yeah. just don't know. I mean, Jeffrey was very salacious on that bio that Shane Dawson did of, of him. And you never know. Shortly after Jeffrey got uh, separated from his boyfriend at the time. So they weren't as into each other as it appeared either. So, well, you never know. It was all documented, too. It was. But but the makeup people, I mean, they just made millions and millions. Makeup is like, apparently. Apparently, that's the that's what you do. That's Never mind the, ticket. the, the yeah. silly shit. Yeah. Makeup. That's the ticket. But there's a lot of drama in the makeup world on YouTube. I didn't know. The, first yeah. of all, I didn't even know there was a makeup world on yes. that platform. There I is. didn't know there was a thing. There I is. guess there is. <laughs> and there's actual icons, people that. The kids are following. I hear is that it because they're they're sampling makeup? Is it because they're creating makeup? Like, what are they doing to make it? What's going on? What is this about? Well, I think some of them are creating. Well, like Jeffrey is an actual makeup creator, sells makeup palettes and makeup, all, all the makeup and all the things. All the things, yeah. Uh, but I think the bulk of the makeup community are showing you how to wear it or reviewing it i don't even really know i don't watch much of that either i mean that we can do i'll just put shit on my face and talk about it (laughs) just slather it on like is this right i don't know i do give major props to youtube and the makeup community for bringing that to our children not the drama but the makeup and how to use it the art. We never, I mean, never had that. I would have loved to have known how to contour when I was 12. Great. <laughs> Damn it, see? <laughs> then Aww. I could have become something. <laughs> I, just, I just knew how to do my makeup <laughs> and contour and, and all the, the crazy shit. Because that's fun. At least they're teaching our kids something. Teaching them right. Teaching them right. So, and of course, I have to explore. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's a lot of, a lot of good, a lot of bad. Although I don't think there's anyone that comes to mind. I'm sure the kids could tell us, but no one that I've heard of hasn't had a scandal in the YouTube makeup community. They've all been, hilariously, they've all been exposed for being kind of vapid, which, you know, when you're talking about makeup. It's like, well, okay. It kind of makes sense. <laughs> but this whole like Jeffrey Star thing, I mean, it's it's tied with Shane Dawson, who was tied to other people who were in the makeup industry. Yes. It, was a, it was a big thing. Yeah, because who's that one that that kid with the two two first names? And I've always been told never trust anybody with two first names <laughs> as a, as a first and a last. <laughs> Solid advice. James Charles. That's it. James Charles. Yes. Okay, who's yes. a youngin? He's a youngin, and that's what his defense of his his fans are always defending that and even adults i guess are, are saying don't pick on the kid he's just i guess if you're 19 well, you know. 18 or 19 making stupid statements it's one thing but if you're shane how old is shane dawson he's probably old he's as, gotta be what 20s God, 30s i would think the 30s by now he is 31 oh god yeah, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna side with the 19 year old only because yeah. he's he's still got to learn yeah. his lessons yeah. and just get out there and live. Which is nice. I appreciate that because that's right and that's what it should be. 
You you should be your context. Context matters. God damn it. And age matters. It's all the, all of that is is part of that context. Jeffrey is thirty four. Jeez, Jeffrey. Yeah, and you think they're so old too. This is like he's been around forever. He's been around forever. Been around as long as me, and I'm I'm older than him, and you're older than him. <laughs> I'm older than everybody. everybody. <laughs> Shit. Everybody's. I, it's like when you watch uh, an old show, usually black and white, talking like, especially like sixties, seventies, and the characters portrayed, even in like the context of the storyline. It's like, well, he's he's an old man. He's thirty-two. He's got a he's got a family. <laughs> he wears a suit. He looks and he looks like he's about forty-five. You know, the difference in appearance from then to now. It, well, I mean, just like our older people, the sixties and seventy people that are sixty and seventy years old. I mean, are are looking pretty good. Yeah, so, it's weird. You know, I mean, thinking meet somebody now who's like seventy five and think that that's what your grandmother was, and grandma was a prune. <laughs> but this new seventy five is like, hey, how you doing? Want to go? Well, dancing? maybe we can thank the YouTube makeup people for that because we, we could. can preserve ourselves. <laughs> we can preserve. They're teaching us how to to preserve ourselves. Formaldehyde. Where to hide the scotch tape when you pull back your skin? Yes. Where, what, uh, what, how do you use tape properly? <laughs> so many. The only tape I'm interested in is the, um, you know, the drag race kind. I just <laughs> think, I think that's amazing. <laughs> I really do. They've, they've taught us many things, many things. And, and Jeffrey kind of, touches on the drag thing and had for a while, you know, kind of, kind of that cross-dressing queer queerness going on, uh, which I, I love, but I always thought he's always kind of been labeled like an asshole. And uh, but maybe that's his thing. I think that's his thing. And I think that's how he misses complete cancellation because they're kind of relating it now to the Shane thing and kind of saying, well, don't forget Jeffrey did this and this, but it's never as bad. And it's always kind of overlooked. It's just like, well, he's always an asshole. What's the big yeah. deal? That's what he is. Yeah. And I think that's all that that was. Or as uh, yeah. perhaps Shane portrays himself to be the nice guy. Yes. The guy with the heart. And then things happen. And things happen. And there's, uh, that reminds me of, uh, talking about drag, uh, Sharon Needles just, just recently got uh, kind of picked out for possibly abusing, I quote, a 15-year-old back in, in her early drag days. I guess oh, God. she was, Sharon Needles was a drag queen on, on RuPaul's Drag Race, for those who don't know. And uh, I guess, and she's, she's an asshole too, clearly, and was, definitely was an asshole. I think he would admit that. Because um, you're growing up, you're growing up in Pittsburgh, for Christ's sake, as a drag queen, trying to make it in the, in the right. early 2000s. And I guess there was some pictures and stories that came to light that he had a 15-year-old assistant in in the drag community. And I guess he he treated her very badly and um, psychologically, like, abused her and called her names and things. And 
that's recently come out. So everyone's starting to talk about poor Sharon Needles. I love Sharon Needles. Ah, sounds like my first job in retail. Right, exactly. Created like shit. (laughs) And and honestly, that's what I thought was like. I go to context of myself, which is usually not fair for everyone because I was a very mature individual, and what I was doing at fifteen, people apparently they don't do that anymore, but. To think about, I mean, that that would be me. I would have been that 15-year-old in a drag cl- club helping a 20-year-old drag queen, and they would have been picking on me and treating me poorly. But that's just the culture that was. And that's the context it's, that was. Yeah, it's, it's Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's Pittsburgh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> it's just a different time. And that's why I would hope that people would think same thing with the um, James Charles. I would hope that they would apply that to Sharon Needles because Sharon Needles was only 20-something and just starting out, and that was that was how it was. Interesting. Yeah. I always got to try to bring you down when you are finally made it. Finally made it. Although Sharon kind of capped it, I think. I mean, we don't hear about Sharon Needles much anymore. I'd like to. It was another one who's, okay. who kind of stole mm. my shit. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode of Coffee House, we're going to discuss who stole D's shit. So many people. I mean, I could have, I could have been Chris Crocker, Jeffrey Star, or Sharon Needles. Absolutely, top of the list. Had now, Chris I, Crocker's evolved, though. I don't know if we talked about this. He's not who he yes, yeah, was. He's, he's a different beast a altogether. Different beast, yes. Which, which is really out of all of those people, I, I, I wouldn't want to have ended up to be Chris Crocker. Love him, but uh, he still he lives, you know, in like Kentucky and he's a porn star and that's not so bad, but. He still seems to be struggling. <laughs> I just horny. Right, deal? exactly. I just get the feeling that he's still struggling as much today as he was then, just in a different way. But Jeffrey and Sharon, I don't think so. I think they've made it. I mean, especially Jeffrey. You're sitting on millions and millions of makeup dollars. So I hope you're happy. Of course, Nobody's happy. We should always remember that. No matter how much you make and how much fame you get, you're never going to be happy and you're always going to be working through your shit. Yeah, something will always be missing. If only people knew. The one who I uh, didn't understand. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts, yes. But that's celebrity, isn't it? Like you, 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 you know that one side and that's it. And I think that's what people only want to know. Yes. I think that's why I I didn't make it was because I didn't really I'm not interested in celebrity. I don't want to be on on anything major. I just want the money. If I had the money, (laughs) I just had the money. I'd go away. (laughs) Give me the money, too. Oh, come on. Yes. Although that's that's not true. I mean, I'd still be doing what I'm doing, but I just I never wanted to be like like Chris Crocker, who broke through and ended up on like The Tonight Show where people got to make fun of him even more. I never wanted that. I don't want to be like known 
uh, and he hated. may not have wanted that either. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> Known and hated and canceled. Don't need it. I think I would have used that money canceled. a lot better, but we probably all think that too. The cancellation process is so long. It's very long, and you, you kind of ebb and flow between canceled and not canceled. I mean, they're not going to go away. We're going to still continue to see Shane Dawson. Just depends on how how much of him. Just we'll see. yeah, just for shits and giggles, I'm going to look. I'm going to do his hashtag on Twitter, mm-hmm. and people are still talking. Yeah. And there's still it's been a week or so. It's been a week at least. Yep. yep. People are uh, four minutes ago. Look at this. They're just really going to town, sure. treating them like oh yeah shit. That'll be. I think for as long as as he remains. Like, if he continues doing videos and doing stuff and has makeup lines, there will always be that contingent, especially of the Twitterati. <laughs> Twitterati. Jesus. That just <laughs> Twitterati. <hates. laughs> that just hate on you. One person that I was surprised, though, and who kind of started the apology march was Jenna Marbles on YouTube. I was. She I didn't... took down her account. She ended her... I she, guess. What, did yeah. she end her career pretty much? She I mean, I, I don't know what break. else she does. She said that this was her apology was it seemingly accepted. And I mean, I'm not a definitely not a Jenna Marbles watcher. I watched her in the beginning when she did a couple videos and it was kind of funny. But she apologized for some things. And, and I didn't even know she was that controversial. But she said mainly this is no longer fun for her. And she's decided to take a break. Doesn't know if it's over, but she's taking a break. Okay. Which I think is, it's fair. You need to take a break. She made enough, damn it. She could take some time off. Exactly. Isn't that nice? Yeah. It is nice. Better than, uh, you know, having to keep, just keep grinding it. We keep grinding it. Amazing. But she apologized. I think, uh, you know, probably overly apologized. People overly apologize. I'm sure I could apologize. But I, I went back and watched a few videos. And I wasn't, I've, I've not been that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess when you when you compare it to <laughs> this, these terrible things. Chance. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'd never... Never acted stupidly in a comedic fashion towards a Willow Smith poster. Well, you're and, not shitting uh, on anybody's I've life. Never shit on anybody. I've Beliefs. Never. never oh my God. <laughs> exactly. I've always just stated the truth as I've known it, and I think that is a good comparison of uh, you know why. The question is why do we make videos? Because I have no idea why we make videos. I don't know why. Well, I'm the so same reason why we go on live. The yeah. same reason why we do just—it's to be seen, to yes. do things. It's yeah. But I do that because I want to change and help. At, at first, initially, when I was young, I wanted to do it to change people because I thought people needed the truth. I, I didn't think they knew the truth. It turns out they did know the truth. They just didn't care. They wanted hmm. to be whoever they are. And they wanted to be close-minded or whatever. But I never wanted to just entertain them. I wanted to help them understand the world as I understood it, because I thought it was unique. Turns out that's not true. 
but that's why I did it. And that's the difference between you tried to give your performances a meaning, and that's the problem, D. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You tried to provide substance. That's exactly no one's interested. No one was interested. I've that was 23 years, Anne Marie. That is the I mean, lesson look, I've learned. Look at what's on. Look at what's on TikTok. Have you mm-hmm. scrolled through just for shits and giggles? Uh, exactly. Perfect point. Nobody's talking People about the truth. People have millions of followers. I be. I should put my cat on there really as an experiment mm-hmm. and see what the hell we get. Yes. Absolutely. That's a good idea. You should. And, and yeah. I. It's. Here's you know Magnolia urinating, and I'm going to get all these hits. Yeah. Like. What the fuck? <laughs> that, that reminds me hilariously enough that was like what we used to say is because we used to write we used to write on the internet children in case you didn't know like back in the day back again in my day so many of us wrote like pages and pages of stuff every day like hours worth journal entries but like Oh, yeah. Remember Live Journal? Live Journal, yes. We all had the Live Journal. And it was so much. I mean, it was probably like four pages a day for some of us. And it was just about our life, about things we thought, kind of blog entry-like. And people on our friends list would read it. They would comment. I mean, that was like Instagram-level attention, as far as I yeah. remember, it was people actually <laughs> literally like read all of this stuff every day. That's how we spent our time. And now you can't get 120 characters out without losing interest. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> but we we did all this stuff. And, and it was always the joke was I could write an interesting piece for hours and hours and two people read it. But if I posted and said toilet water, that's it. It yeah. would be like, huh, lol. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> You're cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it took. Follow. Yes. Back no then, substance yeah. needed. Back then it was friending. We never followed. We were friends. You friends. Yeah. Which is also where the, the internet went wrong. From friends to followers. Psychologically fucks it up well no one knows what the hell a friend is now no and i think Let's that's face it i think that actually really did make a difference like we called each other friends you friended somebody you actually thought they were your friend and that's how you ended up meeting them and how you ended up feeling safe about that back in the days where we weren't supposed to meet people yeah they're my friend the reality is they don't give a shit about you yeah and I, I mean, my ego loved that we switched to followers, but that's just an ego thing. So Ugh, I don't know. I don't like it. being a mom now. I'm like, I don't like it. So I'm just like my kids growing up to think these people are his friends. Yes. You know, on, on Xbox and on whatever the hell platform he's on. I'm like, that's not the case, guys. It's a different world. And and what are they like building they're, they don't they don't build like with live journal we built a relationship because you got to read everything that we thought and all of our life but how do you build a friendship when you're yelling at somebody on xbox <laughs> how are you gonna, you're gonna i don't know you're gonna meet and be like what <laughs> fuck you i don't know 
<laughs> Remember that time we said pussy on Xbox? Yeah, man. It was hilarious. Dude. That's, that's what they have to look back on and relate fondly over instead of live journal. <laughs> oh, God. Is live journal still even around? It is still around. In any capacity? Oh, yes. It still exists and it's owned by Russians. Oh, perfect. Yes. Which is why we, we deleted it. It was like early 2010s, I think, we deleted our live journals because Russians bought it. And you were then under, you were literally were under Russian policy and law with your journal. So you canceled them. You, I did. I canceled them. Many of us did because they're, you know, being gay is a, is a thing in Russia. You can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that. And a lot of our journals were gay related and revealed many things about ourselves. And uh, we would actually have been arrested in Russia had that been a thing. So we got no time for that. We took it down. They took us all down. But it's still there. You can still. I have to, I have to look at that, too. Did you have a live journal? I didn't, but it was just a place to visit. <laughs> oh, you never. You weren't like us posting. No, I just, you know, I was a lurker, you know. Lives. Ah, yes. I wasn't on MySpace. Really? Never MySpace? Really? Never. See, you were one of those people who were actually still busy with life when we were living online. You, know, you didn't know it was I'm a thing I'm older than yet. you. You know, it was just yeah. like we had the AOL <laughs> chat rooms and things. and That's exciting. Yeah, that was, I was like, no, this is life. And you were still like, what the hell is this? My sister made me join Facebook. Mm, I was forced from the from the Facebook or for the MySpace to the Facebook and that's when it all went downhill <laughs> but I, I like that though I canceled live journal I like it you did you pretty many, much did many of us did so that that was before we even knew the word or the phrase that was the first wave of cancel culture we just didn't know it yes <laughs> there's so many people it brings me to uh, Shirley Q Licker which I've mentioned on this show before. Shirley what did Q. Shirley do? What did Shirley Q do? Shirley Q is just a, just a comedian. Just a comedian. A large white man raised by black people in the South, and his comedy was blackface. But he, he acted out as a, a large black woman in a comedic fashion. And in, at the time, this was in the nine, 80s, 90s, uh, and everybody never... They never picked on him for that. And RuPaul loved him for this. It was one of, actually, Shirley Q's on one of the RuPaul albums doing interludes. Yeah. And, and nobody, that's, you know, think of the context behind that. You know, when you go after somebody for doing something like that, there's so much importance around the context. Think of the time. That's why, like, calling out these people yeah. in the 70s and 80s, it's like, well... That was the thing. That's what they were supposed that's to where do. We, that's where we were at. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying it's, it's um, right, but like when they talk about Joe Biden and some of the things he, he said, like in the 90s or the 80s, it's like, well, that was what he was supposed to say. That's what he was pressured to say, or that's what he was brought up to believe, whatever yeah. that might be. 
So you can't hold something. It's all of us. Yeah, it's all of us. We've all grown up and changed. And maybe that's the one thing that kids these days need to remember is that the world hasn't always been like this. So just because you weren't raised to be a racist or by racists and have a little of that rub off on you, other people were not so fortunate. So we got to be, that's, you know, yeah, that's most of us got to learn and we've learned. We're growing. We're growing. The nation is changing. Is it ever? <laughs> is it ever? <laughs> Shirley Q's kind of disappeared. I was looking at, looking up her. Now canceled or disappeared? Like disappeared by choice. by choice. She, she stopped the Shirley Q stuff. Maybe early two thousands, a little after that RuPaul album came out. That was uh, RuPaul, is it Red Hot? Yeah, it was RuPaul Red Hot. That was in 2004. That was RuPaul's first comeback album after... Ru! Ru's been around a long time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wait, 2004 was a comeback. Yeah. RuPaul was made famous for Supermodel in 1989. It was that long ago? Supermodel of the Are World. Are you kidding? I don't know. Oh, 1993. Supermodel of the World was Holy 1993. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, wow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. I don't know what to say. Wow. 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 Yeah. Yes, 1993 was the first time the world knew RuPaul Charles. You better work. You better yes. work. Oh, my God. And several follow-up albums, and then he disappeared and then came back in 2004 with a album that I think they made in somebody's closet, which it's great. It was great. RuPaul Red Hot. It was 2004. And it was kind of a mirror image of the supermodel in 93, because in 93, they had interludes by um, that fabulous black woman, comedian, who is it? Wanda? Lawanda, oh, Wanda, La, La, Wanda. Wanda Page. Oh, I'm thinking someone. Yeah, okay. Think someone. Yeah, Lawanda Page. Everybody should YouTube Lawanda Page. Listen to some of her comedy. Talk about a time warp. <laughs> listen, listen mm. to the, you got to watch. I got to find that one for you. I'll send it to you after the show. It was a, a white woman in a crazy house. I got to show you that. That's, that's, that's me. That's <laughs> <laughs> and and even that even the words she uses they're just to start it was there was a white woman in a crazy house and uh the the, the colored nurses would come and check on her i mean even just that the the, the, the phrasing of that i mean that's just not yeah, what we say it's like now. what huh exactly that is a hilarious skit everybody needs to look that up and laugh because she it was funny and i think she would agree <laughs> but she did the uh some spoken snippets on supermodel and then rupaul came out in 2004 and the spoken uh, snippets were done by shirley q licker and shirley q went away after that i think because that kind of made shirley q come a little bit into the spotlight because i don't think anyone really knew about her much other than us the underground gay world and comedy Hmm. world but uh, that was a big deal at the time too because rue had to defend that this person 
when they found out it was a large white man in black face doing these. Well, <laughs> Drew's like, what the hell? I didn't, exactly. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Shirley went away and had another character, a white woman named Betty Butterworth. Was another uh, character of uh, Shirley Q's. Who is Shirley? What's the... But not as popular. No, no. It was always kind of a side uh, note. Chuck Nip is the comedian behind... It's an American-Canadian behind Shirley Q and Betty Butterworth. And he is Chuck now Nip. 59. Last I saw, he was in uh, poor health a couple of years ago. But he's still alive, as far as we know. Jeez. I so, hope so. Yeah, Rue has been through it and is still going through it to this day. <laughs> she has, this week, in fact, RuPaul has disappeared. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you, Rue? Rue deleted. Weird, huh? Everything. Twitter, oh. Instagram, all the things. And, and we want to know. We want to speculate. Everyone wants to speculate. Rue cleaned house. <laughs> I was glad that I checked on this. I checked on Rue only a, a week or so ago. You're and, a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> if only he knew <laughs> what a good friend I am. I checked in because we all know he's been silent since March. Has not come out of hiding other than doing those terrible shows with that mask on. <laughs> That was the start of something. Was, what the hell was think, that? What, what, what was that? I think that really did kick it off. Uh, the, the speculation. Nobody's really speculating, I think, really well. But I noticed before the deletion, the icon. The deletion. The deletion. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be on the, the wiki. That'll be the header. The deletion. The icon was, was her silhouette, but blacked out. And the background was changed to like nothing. And then all the tweets went away. But I looked at the last tweet before it was gone. The replies, I mean, no wonder. Knowing RuPaul, as I have from listening and and learning all these 30 years. I've known RuPaul for 30, known of of RuPaul for 30 years. That's a long time. That's a long time. And, And I've learned his opinion. And I, th- I think we're very much alike in the lack of, or perceived lack of empathy that we have for the world. Cause people think he, he doesn't care. And that's what those replies were saying was like, where are you when we need you? All this, you know, black lives matter stuff is happening. And you, the gay black icon, the drag mother is silent. How dare you? Well, is that a responsibility that Rue wants to take on? When does it become your responsibility? Yeah. You know? That's a good question. I think that's what it what drove her off him off is it's not his responsibility. And I think that's what he would say is well, that's that's not my business. Ain't my business. Uh you know, it's it's uh, yes, he makes a statement to amplify whatever, but it's why should he have to? Yeah. I would think that in that case specifically, I mean, if you're just, if you're a celebrity that isn't tied to the movement, then 
maybe you should make a statement. Like, you know, if you're Alec Baldwin or something. But if you're RuPaul, who <laughs> you are the culture, you you helped and continue to you brought drag into the mainstream. You brought all these things. Yeah. Shouldn't his existence exactly. be enough? Exactly. That's exactly it. Your existence is that's enough. Just being. And I think people, the overwhelming majority of them are like, no, that's not enough. And you've failed us. And I think that's that is my theory on where Rue went. That goes on a deeper level. What do you want from this person? Mm -hmm. That's just uh, that's weird. I think that that's what he probably is thinking is like, I, you know, not to be Joan Crawford about it or anything, but I bet he's like, I gave you all this shit. I've tucked my penis and balls up into my ass (laughs) with duct tape for 40 years. (laughs) That means something, damn it. I think it does. (laughs) RuPaul got started in like 81 as a drag queen. <laughs> That's a A1. long relationship with duct tape. That's, <laughs> you've been you've been tucking and and oh um, god, mind us all. It's gotten probably a little easier with technology, but you've been tucking, <laughs> and it's never even today, even in the twenty first century, it is not comfortable. So, forty some. It years, is not enough. It's not. <laughs> is that isn't it good enough that I've done that for you? And that I've done all these things. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. And I think that's where he's gone. It's like, fuck you. That you. After all this, you make fun of me for wearing a mask and not doing my makeup after being, you know, 40 hey, years old. I, I, I expected concealer at least. Come on, dude. At least concealer, yes. Only because okay. national audience. Let's go. <laughs> I think there's this a time when... We all wish we would know when we're done with something, but we're not. And when you're a public figure, it's worse because like like when I was looking back at some of the YouTube videos I did, there was a time and a period where it's like I was clearly over the drag thing, mm-hmm. but I kept doing it and, and I'm doing it badly. And I was, weren't into wasn't, it. wasn't into it. And I was the makeup sucked. And clearly I just threw on some stuff and because that's what I was just what I did. That's what I did for 20 years. Or at the so time, you think that's where Rue is right now. Rue might be just so. tired. I think with the mask thing, it was like, you know, I'm done, but I can't be done because I've signed all these contracts. And. I got to keep going, but what what the hell do I do? How do I do this without totally fucking it up? And you just make some bad decisions. You delete everything. You delete everything. I don't know. (laughs) You cancel yourself. You cancel yourself. This could be a level of self-cancellation. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, how RuPaul emerges again, if at all. Yep, because they're saying um, Canada drag race, the Canadian version of drag race came out the day that she deleted everything. Oh, wow. And, so no uh, support there. No support there. She's not on it, but uh, Brooklyn Heights, one of the drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race, is one of the hosts. 
Okay. People were saying it was, they were actually saying a lot of what you were speculating a couple of weeks ago of, you know, what if Rue doesn't do this anymore? They actually liked it. They said all the judges kind of seemed to have more importance. They all, all their opinions mattered. It was more of a actual yeah. judgy show. They all judges were equal. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and they were, there wasn't this feeling, hmm. I guess Rue is giving people this feeling. <laughs> Well, I mean, is that Rue's fault? I don't think so. I think that's... I mean, only because the whole show exists because of who he is and what he's brought to the industry. And you're not going to respect that? I don't... don't, Whose fault is that? That's pretty good. That's pretty good, yeah. Because is it... It's like, is it the fault... She... He didn't change at all. He's been Rue all along. And just because he's now, he didn't change, but society changed or culture changed. And you can't blame him. He's just it's being weird. RuPaul. He's yeah. just being RuPaul. Yeah, that's it. That's that's pretty deep. There's a lot there. Sometimes, sometimes I get deep. You do. There's a lot to unpack there. Not the all the time. <laughs> but that's with any celebrity, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's. I guess we could say that about all these old guys. He said, "Are canceled for doing horrible things." We could even say that about Shane Dawson. Well, he's yes, not we changed. Can. He did that ten years ago. He's still doing it today. The only thing that changed is you liked it then, but you don't like it now. That's pretty oh, much it, isn't it? Shit. We figured it oh, out. Oh, you have to get on that hashtag stream on Twitter. Oh, You'll get crucified. Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> like I just noticed something. Yeah. Wow. And and it's funny that people are mentioning that, but like in this watered down way, like, well, y'all did like it. You did well, give you, him that. You don't want to insult the masses yeah. too much because then they turn on you. Exactly. Yeah. It's a game. Yeah, it was, it was such, it's all such a game. Such a game. And where do you think Rue has, has gone? Disneyland. I don't know. <laughs> He does like Disneyland a lot. <laughs> but it ain't actually. open, so it we can't open. be there. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a time, think about that, we live in a time when Disneyland is closed. closed yes. It's a, da, da, da. It's I a mean, fucked oh up my God. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. D, D is like, you know, on the ranch. Not D, D. D, yeah, D, D, Rue, D wants Rue, to be on the ranch. Rue, Rue and D are on the ranch. <laughs> They're just hanging, perhaps enjoying life, perhaps not looking at Twitter. I think I would that's hope he's not exactly, looking at Twitter. No. I think that's exactly. I think it was a a this is this is getting crazy. And if it were me, I would think you know I worked my ass off in heels for forty years, and I made it, and I left my mark, and I've made millions. I I am now you know. What I wished I was in 04, I am now that. And everyone has turned on me, so screw them. I've got my husband, yes. I got my ranch, I got my fracking. <laughs> I'm just going to go. I don't frack. know. <laughs> frack you. Frack you. I think that uh, that's where I'm, I would be, so I think you're right. He's on the farm, chilling. Or reinventing something else. Or reinventing. Doing something. Reinventing himself to be it something else. To be. be interesting. Because as we've just proven, if all the dust settles, if like a year goes by and we're no longer in a in a BLM heightened 
moment, everyone will forget and they'll just be like, oh, Rue's back. New album. Oh, my God. Maybe this is just a way he, he wanted to remove himself from the conversation because yeah. everyone's trying to push him into it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And they, they can't keep pushing if he's not around. That is true. I mean, could you imagine signing on to your account and seeing what's going on and it's all, yeah. yeah. you're not doing enough. You're not helping us. Especially when you know, I know his response would be like, to some of this would be like, this is silly. Like, you guys need to stop being so emotional because he hates all that PC political correctness about words, you know, yeah. like, like she male and tranny and all this stuff. He hates that. He hates that people have canceled these words out it's of a context. lot of words i don't see i, I don't know yeah. what's the right thing to say to what i mean that that's a whole nother show uh, yeah, oh, yeah. That, that might be part two of this show next week because <laughs> that, that's where my mind just went is i just saw somebody on uh twitter or instagram or something and said i am not i am not transgendered i am not a transgender I I am offended and deeply hurt by you calling me that, and my my mind goes to well we we didn't know any better, and yeah, that's what it was. I mean I was transgendered. I thought I was transgendered. Literally, I thought that that was the word that defined me with a with an ed at the end of it, and it was middle of my experience of my entire life of being and thinking that I was trans that someone finally said, you know, transgendered isn't a word. It's just transgender. And I was like, Oh, I had no idea. Who knew? I was, I was that thing that I thought. And you know, you, I didn't even know you that. You and half the country yeah. functioning under that term, right. you know, yeah, I didn't have a word for it. And same with, with that entire experience is if I had known, if we knew what queer was, if queer, existed as it was today if it existed like that in 99 i would have probably just been queer but that wasn't queer in 1999 queer was a bad word and it didn't mean any of that to me it was a bad yeah. see i don't know yeah. this is just i got i gotta learn part i need two. to be educated part two next week tune in we've got words for you i used to love the show queer as folk just saying yes. that was a good show <laughs> got the box set once that's how my one of my friends came out to me he's like i got a show for you to watch oh. <laughs> one of my co-workers and, and it was a whole box set i'm like oh thanks and then it was fine you know but that was his way of saying this is me that's sweet and i appreciated that oh see we used to do it in such subtle sweet ways <laughs> a whole box set whole box that was just set. great whatever the hell it was you know he just like recorded the whole season back on vhs you know oh was it VHS? I guess so. VHS. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I had the DVDs. Back DV in the day. I had the DVDs, yeah. <laughs> I just, and I made a video. I haven't posted it yet, but I'm editing it because I have said, I said back in the day so many times in this video that it's embarrassing. Yeah, but that's what it was. That's it why, was. that's why I keep going back to it. It might be titled, I might Everything title is that back in the day. Back in the damn day. <laughs> Because it ain't today. <laughs> sure as hell ain't today. It ain't yesterday. It's back in the day. New day. Embrace yourselves going forward. That's why it, it's very important to... We need to address the past, absolutely. And we need to take down some statues. 
But at the end of the day, we need to move forward. We need to draw a line and figure out that, yeah, that shit was bad, but now we need to be whatever we need to be. Let's make good. Why can't we, can we work today, starting today, create good things, be good things. Be good. Is it possible? It's possible. Make good, be good. Oh, new hashtag for 2021. We like it. We it's it's mine. It's yours. If if anything, we should be coming out of this year feeling everyone should be feeling bloody and beaten, and we should be ready to do great things in twenty twenty one. Like that great thing could be me putting on socks. Could, could be. be anything. Could be. <laughs> it's it always starts with little things. Littlest thing. It's like the, <laughs> the, those socks are like the butterflies' wings on the ocean. Causing the tsunami eventually. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All I know are like New Year's resolutions are going to be real insane. <laughs> when when a butterfly flutters its wings over the ocean, eventually that wind creates a tsunami. That's really deep, D. When Anne Marie puts on her socks, it leads to amazing things. <laughs> We don't know what. We don't know what kind of tsunami those socks. Well, that would be make. perhaps me putting on, getting dressed, putting mm. a, a f- full clothes on. Cause I don't get dressed anymore. No. Fuck this. Mm-hmm. I might actually go outside my home. Be exciting. See? That's a new beginning right there. Yep. Willfully. See? And that's what happens. You put on socks. Wanting to see people. Then you put on clothes and you go outside, which forces What's you to see people, about? which forces you to speak to people. And when you speak to people and you treat them a certain way, then they go off, treat people a certain way. And that's that the nice. tsunami you've just created. The tsunami of love. Amen. Another horse shit. Another horse shit. <laughs> that's our show. The tsunami of love. <laughs> Another horse shit. Right here. Right now. We will see you next week. Don't forget to register to vote. Yeah, do that. It's easy. It's easy. You can go to vote.gov to figure out how. That's an official government website that can tell you in whatever state you are how to vote. You can also go to iwillvote.com. That also helps you or Google your state to figure it out yourself. And you know what? Fill out your damn census, too. And fill out your damn census. Are they still filling out the damn census? We had an extension in New York. We desperately need, like, you know, we're broke from the pandemic. But, like, you got to get counted for them to give you money. Fill that out, people. Fill it out. If you haven't done that yet, fill it out and send it in. We are social warriors. We are. Clap for us. Clap for us, everybody. I woke up the cat good because it's time to go magnolia okay good night magnolia good morning magnolia. <laughs> you've been listening to coffee house For more, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also subscribe on iTunes. Coffee House is brought to us by ForCulture.com. Hashtag art is important.